You're listening to STEM Essential, an Iowa Governor's STEM Advisory Council podcast. Hear from leading advocates and voices about why STEM education is crucial for our world today and tomorrow. Welcome, everybody, to Series 4 of STEM Essentials, podcasts featuring some of Iowa's and the nation's leading thinkers in STEM. This series is all about Iowa's STEM decade and beyond. On the heels of four outstanding thinkers who reflected on this 10-year journey with me and what lies ahead in their view, I am taking the unusual liberty to put a cap on the series myself, stepping around to the other side of the microphone. I'm Jeff Weld, Executive Director of the Governor's STEM Advisory Council, and I'm going to try and channel the wisdom of our very busy governor and her four past co-chairs, as well as all of our council members, in a four-part brief reflection. First, I'm gonna dare to pluck the ripest insights from the bushel of brilliant observations made by our four guests in this series. Second, I'll pick some of my favorite gains that our council has made over a decade and highlight them for you. And then third comes the horizon for the STEM council. It's defined by our co-chairs and our council members, along with key guiding documents that inform our progress. I mean, for example, the federal STEM strategic plan I'll mention more in a little bit. And then finally, I'll wrap up with what we might expect if we get all this right in the next decade to come. So leading off then, Cindy Dietz was our first guest of Raytheon, of course. And Cindy has done as much for STEM in Iowa as anybody. Being one of the founders of our council and its interim director in 2018, uh, Cindy's episode highlighted what we all already know, Iowans make great employees, wonderful work ethics. But in terms of STEM ready workers, we, Iowa and the entire United States have been falling behind as Cindy pointed out. Her dream of all young Iowans having access to the high quality STEM advantages of some of our more well-to-do suburbs is now much closer to reality since this STEM council's distribution system came along, she thought. Then fittingly, Iowa Lakes Community College President Val Newhouse weighed in on episode two with her behind the scenes design features and reveals of uh, the state's regional STEM network. They had a lot of worries in those early days as she shared. They worried a lot about whether there'd be sufficient resources to sustain their design and whether the public would rally around this and whether other entities would cooperate or compete with us as well as uh, what sort of return on investment we might see. All innovators listening to this podcast are painfully familiar with those sleepless night thoughts. But today I know Val can sleep much better as we all do. And that's because of our third uh, guest. Evidence of ROI has been accumulating thanks to Dr. Erin Hyden at the Center for Social and Behavioral Research at UNI. She leads a multi-partner annual evaluation of Iowa STEM. Erin's team had no template though, nothing for which to design a state evaluation plan. No one else had done this. So they created measures from scratch, uh, looking for community awareness of STEM, 
along with student interest and student achievement in STEM, all built out of nothing. What she pleasantly discovered, she weighed in and said uh, she discovered in the process a sense of, quoting her now, collective ownership of this mission by all of her partners. They were all in. And uh, that's a characteristic she observed that she's been finding woven throughout Iowa's STEM endeavor. It is a collective ownership that makes uh, our lift a lot lighter. Um, but all of us, Cindy, Aaron, Val, we're all too close to the action. We're in it deep. We needed an external eye, an expert who could tell us where we're on the right track and where we still can grow. And that became Jan Morrison, the fourth episode. Jan oversees 94 regional STEM programs around the world uh, through a role as co-founder of STEM Ecosystems. And Jan observed a distinct advantage in Iowa. She said that our business partners are generational. They're born here, the Vermeers, the Pella Corporations, the John Deere's, the Principal Financials and on, all have a deep commitment to STEM in Iowa. And that gives us, she thought, a unique leg up in connecting education systems to employment systems better, she said, than any of her other 93 STEM ecosystems, which was thrilling to hear. So we're hot on the trail of a statewide STEM mindset or culture. According to Jan, she called us less wishful and more real than many. A wonderful observation, wonderful validation of where we're at. So those were the mighty insights of four leading thinkers that comprised this series on Iowa's STEM decade and where we go from here. There are so many, what I consider jaw-dropping indicators that have accumulated over that time that are attesting to our impact on kids and communities across the state. These are all independently gathered from an objective uh, evaluation source, and that makes them all the more valuable to us and always a mystery before we get that annual report. But here are some of my favorites that listeners may or may not be aware of. We have engaged over a million K-12 youth in one or more of our programs over this decade and about 25,000 educators, mind-boggling numbers. Um, of Iowa's 326 public school districts, about 310 of them have at least one teacher and one classroom that's taken part in a STEM council program. So those 16 remainders are in our bullseye lately. Um, more than a thousand workplaces have partnered on our STEM council programs. And more than three and a half million dollars has been invested by 138 private sector donors to our STEM programs. What a huge compliment that is to the trusting annual funding from Iowa's legislature, of course. Awareness of STEM, it's increased from one-fourth of Iowans when we started in 2011 to three-fourths today, credit to the work of a lot of communications experts. And 96% of surveyed Iowans consider STEM to be an important priority uh, that should be a, a, an important priority in their local school district. 96%, I don't know that there's any single other cause, topic, or issue that could net almost unanimous commitment on the part of all Iowans 
that STEM does. Although they follow that item in the survey with 56% of them believing that STEM is currently a priority of their school, which gives us an opportunity gap um, with Iowa schools. And why not, really? Learners who take part in STEM are consistently outperforming their peers on Iowa's statewide test in math, in science, and get this, in reading. We did not see that coming. What's more, these same kids express more interest in STEM than their peers, both the study of STEM and careers in STEM. And they're more likely to say that they're interested in living and working in Iowa when they complete their studies. So we're, getting, we're actually modulating the brain drain of Iowa by getting kids engaged in STEM. And these aren't self-selected kids. Most of these respondents are mixed general classes of everyday young Iowans who had STEM dropped in on them and it lit their fires. And it's bearing out at the post-secondary level too. STEM participants, when they get to college, are 22% more likely to major in a STEM field, according to data from Iowa's public universities. So these and others, these are my favorite eight, were really encouraged by these independent evaluative uh, findings. So the question naturally that comes next in concluding this podcast. So is, where from uh, here? Well, first, the STEM Council is committed to the expansion of opportunity to every kid and community across Iowa. This stuff is too good to be limited to one fifth of youth each year. We can and must do better to reach more. Second, our council co-chairs, Governor Reynolds and her co-chair Diane Young are very intent on driving workforce development through STEM Council and through every other agency and every means available, especially in our case, in the realm of information technology and computation, given the centrality of IT these days in any and all modern jobs and, and people's lives for that matter. Uh, third, the council members. Uh, we spent 2020 strategically planning. What a good use of pandemic time. And they arrived at three top priorities for the years ahead. To redouble our efforts to engage youth of diversity, bringing greater equity and inclusion to our uh, client base. And to ramp up our efforts toward career guidance and exploration for K-12 students in high demand, high reward STEM jobs that await them. And lastly, to expand programs and participation, of course, in entrepreneurship and innovative learning that draws in the arts, the humanities, and other fields and disciplines. Once again, expanding or broadening our umbrella of coverage. And a fourth source of guidance for the years to come, as I mentioned earlier, is the Federal STEM Education Strategic Plan. It was released in 2019, heavily informed by Iowans. It's a North Star function for all the STEM organizations across the United States. It calls on all of us to focus on school business partnerships, for example, and the blurring of the discipline, uh, the, the layer cake design of a school day dismantled into a big question approach to education that invokes all the subjects into um, problems and challenges where students work in teams to solve problems. And it also calls on the nation to integrate computing into all classes as foundational now as is reading. So with all of that 
What can we expect if our strategies work and our dreams come true? Well, imagine Iowa in five to 10 years when millions of these stemified youngsters grow into citizens. We will all be surrounded by data-driven decision makers. They'll analyze science and economics and they'll carefully balance choices and policies. They'll think critically seeing all sides of the issues in front of them. They'll ask those tough, insightful questions and use the power of problem solving to make their lives better, to make everybody's lives better. They'll get good jobs. They'll raise healthy kids. And they'll be better stewards of their homes, their communities, their state, and their country. So stay tuned, everybody, for the payoff years coming for all of our effort on STEM education. Tomorrow stems from Iowa. So this has been the fifth and final episode of our fourth series of STEM Essential Podcasts featuring the voices of Edunomic Innovation brought to you by the Iowa Governor's STEM Advisory Council and sponsored by our wonderful partner, Alliant Energy. Today's and all STEM Essential Podcasts are available at iostem.org forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and for advocating for excellent STEM for all young Iowans. Thank you for listening to STEM Essential. This podcast is generously sponsored by Alliant Energy, a proud partner of the Governor's STEM Advisory Council. To learn more and find resources, please visit iowastem.org.